It's October 11, 2023, and these are your headlines. House Speaker Dade Phelan is doubling down on his support of placing Democrats in leadership positions. During an interview with Phil Prazen of NBC5 this week, Dade Phelan said he has no plans to stop appointing Democrats to key committee chairmanship positions as long as he believes they are, quote, the most qualified. Now, a little bit of history on this. During the recent legislative session, Speaker Phelan selected eight Democrats to chair important committees. Those include the Business and Industry Committee, chaired by Oscar Longoria, the Committee on Corrections, with Abel Herrero as the chair, County Affairs with Victoria Nyave, Criminal Jurisprudence. The committee that deals with crimes in Texas was led by El Paso Democrat Joe Moody, who is a radical left Democrat, somebody who uh, has filed repeatedly gun-grabbing legislation, uh, is somebody who has a banner in his office that says that Texas's law against sanctuary cities for illegal aliens uh, is hatred. That Joe Moody is in charge of that committee. But it goes on. Juvenile Justice and Family Issues, Harold Dutton. Natural Resources Committee is chaired by Democrat Tracy King. The resolutions calendar, normally a calendar uh, that, that's not that controversial. Think uh, resolutions that honor people for their birthdays or, or special anniversaries, holidays, things like that. Well, that's chaired by Bobby Guerra, and we saw a number of controversial resolutions make it through the committee this last session, including resolutions honoring LGBT activists that worked against legislation to prevent gender mutilation in children, as well as legislation or resolutions rather honoring uh, Muslim Capital Day in Texas. I mean, a number of these controversial resolutions making it through that committee. And then you also have the Committee on Transportation that was chaired by Terry Canales, and he also created a select committee, that's, that's a committee that is set up for a specific purpose, on youth health and safety, and that was chaired by Houston Democrat State Representative Sinfronia Thompson as the chair of that. According to Phelan, he says the chamber still gets conservative bills passed. He said, we still have those fights, Republican versus Democrat, but at the same time, we get our business done in 140 days, usually. Well, I guess usually maybe being the operative word there. I don't even think that's true. You know, at this point... Both sessions that Dade Phelan has been the Speaker of the House, there have been special sessions added to it. So in 2021 and then now in 2023, where we've had multiple special sessions, due in large part because of the House's failure to pass conservative policy. Now, whether that's killed by Democrat chairs or whether that's killed as other parts of the whole power sharing dynamic in the Texas House between Republicans and Democrats, who knows? But the point of the matter is, is that to say, that the House gets its business done in 140 days seems categorically untrue as they are there now for a whole host of issues, including border security, COVID mandates, school choice, all issues that died in the Texas House earlier this year. A lawmaker in the Texas House has filed a resolution asking the chamber to issue a formal apology to Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton in the aftermath of the failed impeachment trial. State Representative Tony Tenderhold out of Arlington filed House Resolution 16 yesterday calling on the House of Representatives to extend a formal apology to Paxton for its political weaponization of the impeachment process. Tinder Holt said he was proud to file the resolution uh, extending the full apology to Attorney General Ken Paxton. We must never repeat such grievous errors. I look forward to this resolution being voted on during this special session. 
The resolution cites many of the House's failures in rushing a, quote, secretive, rushed, and flawed proceeding. It goes on to say just two days after the House General Investigating Committee revealed that it had spent months surreptitiously scrutinizing the actions of Attorney General Paxton, it recommended impeachment. It failed to put witnesses under oath during its investigation and then failed to follow the rules of evidence in alleging wrongdoing, basing its case on hearsay that would never be admissible in a court of law. Attorney General Paxton was not given the opportunity to defend himself to the investigating committee. Furthermore, Tinderhole added that the House General Investigating Committee failed to provide House members with adequate time to evaluate the information it presented to the members, causing Paxton to be suspended from office, which has been an issue that we have heard much criticism from. Even the lieutenant governor, Dan Patrick, has waged this criticism against the House's process. The resolution says, The fair and deliberative Senate trial exposed the haste, flimsiness, and unfairness of the House impeachment process. Attorney General Paxton was duly vindicated. The impeachment process in the House was a debacle that undermined its legitimacy and integrity. In order to restore public faith, it must make amends for the grievous errors committed. Paxton, meanwhile, has called on Speaker Dade Phelan to resign, of course, and has begun endorsing primary challenges against Republican House members who supported the impeachment. We'll be following to see how far along that resolution gets in the process, but with Speaker Dade Phelan at the helm, it seems hard to believe that members will ultimately get a vote on that during this special session. Lastly, here's a story from earlier this week that I wanted to talk about. You have Nueces County Republicans down in Corpus Christi fuming that Texas Governor Greg Abbott chose someone with a hard Democrat voting record to replace the rogue district attorney who quit last month. Mark Gonzalez, a progressive Democrat, resigned in Nueces County District Attorney on September 5th. We talked about it when he made that resignation and announced for Senate. Abbott announced on Friday that he appointed DWI defense attorney James Granberry to fill the remainder of Gonzalez's term ending December 31st of next year. Granberry's voting history, however, shows that he's a hard Democrat, and his law practice partner, John Gilmore, was Gonzalez's campaign treasurer. Local Republican grassroots are upset Abbott chose Granberry over the well-qualified Republican candidate they endorsed, James Sales. Last month, Nueces County Republican precinct chairs interviewed four of the candidates under consideration. Sales was the overwhelming favorite, receiving votes from 30 of the 35 precinct chairs present. Texas GOP Chairman Matt Rinaldi has also weighed in, calling Abbott's appointment of Granberry terrible and said Republicans need to stop appointing Democrats to positions of power. For more of today's stories, visit texasscorecard.com.